This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. You might have heard of Fusion Wayang Kulit, the Malaysian Wayang Kulit troupe that is reviving the traditional art of shadow puppetry by merging it with stories from popular film and comic sculpture. So they're probably best known for their Peperangan Bintang show, which retells Star Wars through the art of Wayang Kulit. So this year, Fusion Wayang Kulit has premiered a video series on YouTube called Puppet Explained. And each of these videos focus on one puppet from their shows and explains the inspirations and designs behind them. So joining me to tell us more is Fusion Wayang Kulit's founder, Tintoy Cho. Thank you for joining me, Tintoy. Hi, thanks uh, for having me. Not at all. Thanks for the very, uh, very entertaining videos. I really loved uh, watching them and I look forward to the new one coming out. Right, thank you. For those listening who may not quite know what Fusion Wayang Kulit does, you guys have been around since 2012. Do you want to explain uh, just a little bit behind the inspiration for uh, starting this initiative and you know how you've progressed over the years? Right, okay. Uh, we started this so-called movement back in 2012 uh, at an at exhibition actually in Pabika. Uh, it was called uh, Designers Weekend. It was organized by a good friend of mine, Si Juan. So he, you know, we, we know each other for a long time. So he said, well, you guys come in and don't recycle your work. Huh? Use something new. And also, okay, that time, okay, since the friend's exhibition, I can be more f- uh, creative and, and you know, more freedom to do stuff. So I, I got this idea back, you know, by Wayang Kulish thing back in 2007, actually. So I said, hey, since I'm asked to do something new, I just revisit that and take it and make it into something, uh, uh, a proper pro- uh, project for exhibition. So we use Wayang Kulit because we want to do something about our own Malaysian culture. And then I said, let's think different. Let's do something which is different. So I said, okay, let's combine something that is totally not totally different from the traditional, something like futuristic. So I take Star Wars because I'm a big Star Wars fan and say, let's combine and see how's the result. And the, on, the exit, on the July of 2012, we produced two main uh, Wayang Kulit puppet, the, the good and the evil as the exhibition. And the whole thing starts from there. So at that point, it wasn't yet a, a performance. It was just the puppets themselves, yeah? Yes, it is. Uh, it's just puppet because I'm, I'm looking for a master puppet. I can't find any. So we just do the puppet first. So, and then you actually uh, linked up with uh, the master puppet. Yes, yes, but Um So how did, um, you know, how did that happen? How did you link up with him? And what was his response when you told him your idea? You see, we are looking for a traditional Wayang Kulit puppet and we asked my friend to help find it in Kelantan. He couldn't. Then, with the help of technology, but then, send me a message, you know, in Facebook, say, hi, I'm a, I'm a traditional puppet, my master puppeteer. I see what you do. I want to come and have a look. So it's like, wow, you know, he's searching <laughs> all over that. He contacted, apparently, uh, one of his friends told him about our project. He saw it. He said, hey, there's these two young chap, you know, in, <laughs> in, in, in Kuala Lumpur do something about Oyang Kulit. Go have a look. So on the September on 2012, he came down to KL and that's the first time we met. The meeting to me is interesting, actually. 
and since then, you know, it's it's evolved into you've done proper Wayang Kulit performances. Uh, you know, you've done so you've done Star Wars, a, a, a full sort of a full performance of the Star Wars story. Um, you've done exhibitions. You've travelled with the different puppets. You've presented the shows elsewhere. What has sort of been the uh, journey over the last eight years for you? It is definitely a, a, a very exciting journey. Uh, many things change, as you say. Uh, in in short, I feel uh, happy that as a fellow Malaysian myself, I can do something for our Malaysian culture. So that is in in, in the in the bigger picture. So I, I feel it that way. I can contribute something and uh, been and the notion that when we go overseas, like German, China, or Austria, we we feel good that we carry the name of Malaysia and tell them, yeah, they don't know where is Malaysia. Uh, they, they, we, we tell them and we show more and more people to know about this uh, so-called fading art. Mm. Now, on that note, actually, um, I think it would be really useful for you to explain what is this, what makes Kelantanese Wayang Kulit, which is what your your um, puppets are inspired by and your show is inspired by, what makes Kelantanese Wayang Kulit different from the other forms of Wayang Kulit? Okay, in, in Malaysia, there are like three three generally there are three types of wayang kulit like as you say one is from uh, uh, Kelantan which is the the, the the traditional one so the one with it actually has the the mixture of uh, Islam Buddhist you know and India's uh, element in it so it's very unique the other one will be the uh, from Johor side uh, wayang putra that one is more closer to the Indonesian uh, style and we have one wayang gede which is from Kedah which is considered the 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 modern wayang wayang kulit you know back in the 80s where they have uh, motorbike and uh, girl in cowboys or they took uh, it's, it's not too traditional but it's very entertaining so to me the I I'm very lucky to actually uh, met with uh, master puppeteer Pak Dain from Kelantan he's a master puppeteer 13 generations so from there, I understand it more. And I, as I say, Kelantan's version has the mixture of uh, uh, Buddhism, uh, Malay and India. So it is very unique. Mm. And so you do you make the puppets yourself or does Pat Dai make them? Um, and then how do you work out the performance element? Do you do it together? Mm. Okay, I, I don't make the actual puppet uh, itself. It was made by the craftsman. Because it takes a lot of skill and it takes a lot of time. So what I did was I de- I designed the puppet. Then after that, I consult Padaim uh, to see whether it's done correctly in the format of Wayang Gulit. So when it is okay, then we will craft, we will draw it out, and then send the paper to the craftsman. Then they will knock it out. And then most of the time, they will send to me, and I'll do the coloring. And what about when it comes to presenting it as a Wayang Kulit show? Um, you know, how do you work out the story, the song, the movements? <laughs> Right. Okay, let's talk about the, the first project, like Peperangan Bintang or Star Wars Inspired. It, I thought, like, okay, I met Master Puppeteer, like, hey, you are the Master Puppeteer, you know how to perform. There, this is the DVD, watch it, <laughs> <laughs> then you will tell me the thing. Had, had Pak Daim watched Star Wars before that, or that was his first time? Not completely. Okay. I forced <laughs> him to watch it, the, the A New Hope, completely. <laughs> so apparently... <laughs> He actually created more questions than answer because how oh, he was having headache. Like, how am I going to do the spaceship? How am I going to do the lightsaber? Oh my god! What is the end? So, <laughs> at the end, I have to do. You know, 
So I have to plan now, okay, because I understand the subject matter, which is a new hope. So I plan it out, okay, draw the storyboard, you know, let him have a look. Can we do it this way? Is it okay with the, the format of Wayang Gulit? I mean, I'm, uh, how to say, uh, belajar sambil bekerja, you know, I'm learning <laughs> while I'm doing it, yes. you know. And sometimes I hit roadblock, rope, rope, uh, rope like, but it's okay. Then that is the way that I, I tell him what to do. Of course, he will be the one to take it and and read it and, and perform it live. Uh, mm. But I had to prepare all the storyboard, you know, effect, everything to make sure that he 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 he's actually performing like what he did for the 25, for the 20 years. So how many um, shows other than Peperangan Wayang Kulit have you created other shows that you've presented since then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we created a lot. Like, uh, we have done the Batman versus Jokers. Uh, sorry. We have done Predator. And we have done uh, Halloween, Christmas, and uh, Recycle Story and stuff like that. And it sometimes depends on our client that the event uh, organizers say, ah, I would like something about Recycle. Can you do something about it? Or I can you do something about friendship and, and stuff like this. So let's get to the uh, Puppet Explained video series that you've started this year. Um, I was curious whether this is something that you decided to do because right. of the pandemic and the fact that you can't really go out and have shows this year. Uh, I we've been wanting to do it for a long time, and but because you know like, besok lusa besok lusa type <laughs> of things, you know. <laughs> so and we when during a pandemic, I I see like, hey, we have time. We we better do something, you know, to tell people that hello, we are still here, you know. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, there's a lot of demand actually. Uh, friends of people asking, can you tell me more about this? So I've been explaining many times. So I said, might as well I just make video and explain it nicely. And then when people want, I yeah, they can actually go and have a look, enjoy or learn or understand how we do it properly. Mm. You know, uh, so I can tell more in a more complete way. You mm. know, because there are so many of the point inside there I usually don't tell. You know, I just draw it. Ah, he looks so. But I in in the video I explain nicely whether how the hand is like this, why the armor is like that, why the leg is like this. You know, explain it nicely. So hopefully, uh, it'll be detailed enough and for people to to understand. Mm. I have to say, um, as somebody who's a, a big fan of the work you do for quite a while now, uh, and I have even seen you guys um do exhibitions with your with the puppets, but watching it in a video form is actually really interesting. Um, because you focus on the details and you can actually see the both the story and the design inspiration and how you try and merge the the traditional aspects of Wayang Kulit with, uh, let's say, uh, what is iconic about Superman or what people right. will expect from expect from uh, Darth Vader. Um, right. So just to cover, um, you know, the ones that you've released so far, uh, correct right. me if I'm wrong. So you've done Darth Vader, you've done a Stormtrooper, you've right. done uh, The Mandalorian, right. um, Wonder Woman and Superman. Am I correct? Yeah, the, the latest one is the WW84. Yes, uh, the nine, yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's spectacular. Though. I love the puppet. How do you decide which ones which ones to feature in the video? Well, for WW84, it's definitely the golden <laughs> one. Because we have done the the default uh, uh, the default costume, the red blue version before, back in 2012, 2015. Yeah. So if I want to do another one, definitely will be this one. I mean, actually, it's uh, what I call it, the one as, one as Bros Malaysia. 
asked us to do something for for to promote the 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 movie. Ah, uh, I so see. Uh, I really feel I uh, feel very happy to have people, company like them who support you know local culture. Mm. So, do you have a set number of videos that you have planned, or are you going to continue doing um, of all the puppets that you have as and when you can manage it? We would. I mean, if you ask me, I would definitely want to do all of the the puppet that we have created. You know, the fusion puppet, and then we will definitely want to do the traditional one as well. You know, the Sirama Maharama. Uh, ah, right. Ramana. Yes. Yeah, because that one, that one is. Uh, I when the pandemic is over, then I can go back my master puppeteer because <laughs> he will be the better one to explain. Because he, he, he is a master puppeteer. For me, I can explain what all the fusion uh, puppet because I uh, we, we created it, you know. Uh, but for, for traditional, it definitely have been, has to be him. Mm. So we do need to take a quick break. But uh, when we come back, I want to hear more about each of these videos that you've made and maybe you can share some of the interesting elements about them as well. Uh, sure. I'm speaking with Tintoy Cho, who is the founder of Fusion Wayang Kulit. And uh, we're talking about their latest YouTube series called Puppet Explained, which explains the inspirations and designs behind their various Wayang Kulit puppets. So we'll be back after a short break. You're listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. I'm speaking with Tintoy Cho, who is the founder of Fusion Wayang Kulit. And uh, we're talking about their latest YouTube series called Puppet Explained. So the series explains um, the designs and the inspirations behind their various Wayang Kulit puppets. Um, but not just, uh, not traditional Wayang Kulit puppets, but puppets inspired by Superman, Wonder Woman, Star Wars and a host of other pop culture characters. So Tintoy, before the break, you explained... Um, the idea behind this series that it's it's sort of to talk about the inspirations, um, the the actual design ideas that go into each of these puppets. So I wanted to go back to talk about that a little bit. So when you when you take a character like Darth Vader, for instance, or, or Superman, who is like so iconic in the way that they look, what yeah. is what is your beginning process in terms of turning that character into a puppet? Right. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, we have come a long way. We have done so many. Uh, now, there is kind of a so-called our internal formula that we kind of know what to do. But when the beginning, it was, it was hard. Uh, we, we try a lot, try and error. And actually, I, I work with this with a good friend of mine. His name is Take Huat. He's a co-founder for, for Fisherman. So we both are, are really sit down and think, you know, how, how do we actually anger this? So we, we kind of conclude that Okay, this is the something that will be drawn by someone who is 500 years ago, who <laughs> first saw Darth Vader. So the, the people who is 500 years ago don't know what is a lightsaber, spaceship, whatever. So he just draw what he see and he will interpret it in whatever that he has back 500 years ago. Like most of our puppets don't wear shoes and, and uh, you know, the whole... Not too much of technology stuff, you know, it's very uh, uh, traditional. So that's how we, we set our point of view in that way and then we draw it out. Because there are so many ways to draw, especially with a designer. We, we can draw many things, so, but 
which angle to draw, uh, that is the the part that we, we, we get to nail it down. Mm. And based on watching your videos, I also realised that in some of them, you try to compare or, or look for um, sort of a similar character from existing Wayang Kulit mythology, like Ravana, for instance, and, and match yes. elements. Yeah, I mean, uh, that if we found a character which we can match, oh, it makes our life so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> because you can just uh, so-called follow what the pose or gesture or the like, iconic uh, uh, dress, you know. Uh, and we are very fortunate when we start Star War, we have many characters that actually match with the traditional. And that's our, our objective. So let's say uh, Darth Vader is a, is a bad guy. So we actually uh, match it with Ravana, who is a evil lord, you know. So and Luke Skywalker is a, is a hero. So we actually match it with Sirama. Uh, so we, we we bring a lot of traditional element in purpose into our characters to make him look like oh this is the element from the good guy or for for who and who so and so. So uh, as I said, it, it will be it will be very nice when we can find a, a traditional character to use because if not from here. Hit the toe, I have to think of what to put in. Yeah, and you can see that when you watch the videos because certain things um, you, you explain uh, how you figure out how to represent something in Wayang Kulit, um, right. which also leads me to, to ask, Wayang Kulit itself has its own rules, you know, certain practices, certain must-haves, um, or, or, you know, this is the way something is depicted in a puppet. How right. do you... Um, can you explain some of those, some of those requirements, some of those rules, and how you adapt it to fit these modern characters? Right, right. I mean, the most important thing, I have a living dictionary, which is my master property. <laughs> yeah. So whatever I don't know, I was at him, hey, but I'm, ini apa macam So sometimes he don't like my call, and then you call me. <laughs> thing is, uh, what space laser gun, where I got? No? So, but there, there is a few uh, basic things, like, example, uh, uh, they have to face side view. Uh, that is the basic thing. And for most Malaysian Wayang Kulit Puppet, the, it have only one movable arm, which is the so-called the, out, the outer arm. The inner arm, you'll be holding something. You know, uh. it's either a tools or uh, usually it's a tools to represent the status or the occupation of the character. So if it's a soldier, he will hold a sword, you know, and if it's a uh, what you call that princess he might hold a fan you know if he's a gardener he might hold a gardening knife you know things like that so these are the so-called uh, uh, grid or, or the design formula that we use uh, and then the the character will be standing on a piece of tana or the main character will be standing on some kind of a dragons or a creature to represent the status uh, so we, we, we took this and we apply. Sometimes we apply, sometimes we change, sometimes we enhance. Mm. What has been um, maybe your most challenging character to adapt into the Wayankulit format so far? Uh, I should say will be Bruce Lee. Uh-huh. We did a Bruce Lee character a few years back for his 75th anniversary. I mean, I thought Bruce Lee, yeah, fighter. But apparently, that one, oh my God. Because Bruce Lee, uh, we... We, we choose the one uh, enter the dragon I believe the one in uh, not wearing a shirt and just black pants the, the very cool so so see he's not wearing any shirt if we just draw like so clean and it's like there's nothing it's too simple ah, there are no elements to, to highlight yes if I put the armband whatever then it looks like Thai kickboxer Muay Thai so <laughs> I can't you know so uh, then second thing is the the pants 
it's black pants and it also is nothing. <laughs> so uh, the my, my friend think what think of some kind of, some kind of pattern to put in to, to, to show the flow and to show the form the leg and it was approved. And then you know that 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 so-called uh, ready stand for Bruce Lee where the leg opened very widely. That is the, the Jeep Kondo style. And in Wayang Kulit, you cannot open the leg too big. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but Bruce Lee stand is that big. <laughs> so we actually kind of compromise. Like, can I do open only 85%? You know, like so, negotiate. And yeah, but I understand where does the master, my master puppeteer coming from uh, for a very good reason. He is a master puppeteer. When he involved in this, he want to make sure that everything we do is correct. Uh, because it's not people will be saying like, hey, this, why, why you do things like that? So it is a, it's a bit hard actually, you know, but I understand why and uh, I'm willing to do it this way and we are glad that we, we do it uh, this way, the, the proper way. Mm-hmm. Is that also part of the idea behind the videos? Because, you know, it's very easy to get people attracted to, oh, Superman in Wayang Kulit, Star Wars in Wayang Kulit. But the videos also give the opportunity to understand the practice and the art of Wayang Kulit itself. Uh, yes. So when I when each of the video I try to uh, put in some of the thing which I learn and I will, so I can share with people in a so called more entertaining way rather than okay step one do this step two do three do this nobody will want to listen so with that then they can oh yeah okay Malaysian style is done this way oh Uncle is that way hopefully they they will learn something also mm. so these five that you've done um, what else do we have coming up can you tell us oh. Uh, we have done Jastic League, uh, the the five five main superheroes. So we only review one, which is Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll be doing uh, the Wonder Woman, Default, the the Red Blue, and then uh, Green Lantern. You know, Aquaman and Flash. You know, and oh we'll nice. Continue to the, yeah, and Joker as well. Ah, oh, I'm looking forward to Joker because I like your Joker design a lot, and I'm very curious to hear the the inspiration behind it. Okay, uh, interesting. <laughs> so in terms of um, working on the puppets and, and then doing the explanation, uh, do you have a favourite of the ones that you've worked on so far? Uh, you mean the video or the puppet? You can tell me both actually. Uh, the video will be, um, I'm very happy about the new Wonder Woman uh, Golden Armour version because uh, because I, it's the first time I review and I review it in YouTube and there's a lot uh, ideas that I put inside and talk nicely. And, but in terms of puppet, uh, my favourite would be Darth Vader. Uh, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. One of the earliest ones then? The earliest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the earliest. Uh, but of course, we enhance a little bit, modify a bit for performance. You know, example, the, the, the Sangala Vader, which is the Darth Vader puppet, the laser sword is too long. So when they perform, it becomes fluffy. Mm. So it was uh, with the advice of the master puppeteer, we shorten it, you know, to make it more uh, optimized for performance. Just to close off, we don't really know um, what the situation is going to be. We're going into the new year, but we're not sure when, you know, performances will be possible again. Uh, what yeah. do you see in the future for Fusion Wayang Kulit? Do you have specific plans other than the Puppet Explain series? We will try to find a way to actually, I mean, their friend from, from USA asked us to do uh, performance via uh, online, you know. So we are trying to find a way to, to make it happen, you know, because there will be in Kelantan, you know, or because the master property and the musician is in Kelantan. So the, the, the issue that we are facing is the bandwidth. 
you know, when it rain over there, then everything is zero, you know. Mm. So, it's a bit, uh, so that we are facing is some technical issue. We, we Hopefully, we can actually find a way to go around it. Then we can do so-called regular, at least online show where people from all over the world can, can watch it. Well, until then, I guess people can uh, look forward to your videos so that it's a little bit of a taster each time. Yeah, we will try to uh, upload it as as often as possible so to, to share what we have done with more people. Thank you, Dintoy. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. May the force be with you. Oh, and you too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been speaking with Tintoy Cho, who is the founder of Fusion Wayang Kulit. So they've recently released an ongoing series of videos called Puppet Explained, where they explain the design and uh, inspirations behind their various Wayang Kulit puppets, including those based on Darth Vader, Superman, Wonder Woman, and a whole host of others. You can check the videos out on YouTube or on their Facebook page. Just look for Fusion Wayang Kulit. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments, you can download the podcasts on BFM.com my on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9 The Business Station.